I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Do you fancy having the exquisite flavor of Kashmiri saffron in your biryani or kheer? If that's the case, you might have to dig deep into your pockets. Why you ask? Well, because its price has soared from rupees one point eight lakh per kilogram to rupees three lakh per kilogram within just a year, as reported by the Economic Times. To put it in perspective, just ten grams of saffron will cost you rupees four thousand nine fifty. which is the same as the price of 60 grams of silver kashmiri saffron is also giving tough competition to the price of silver work you know the edible silver foil used to decorate sweets think of kaju barfi and motichur ke laddu but anyway what's behind the sudden surge in the value of kashmiri saffron one major reason is its official recognition by the indian government last year This golden spice received the prestigious geographical indication or the GI tag becoming the only saffron in the world with this special distinction and well that recognition played a big role in boosting its worth in fact 5 years ago kashmiri saffron was struggling with farmers facing crop damage and low prices but things took a positive turn with this GI tag this recognition not only restored its charm but also made it easier for kashmiri farmers to sell saffron not only in india but also worldwide so much so the price of kashmiri saffron has skyrocketed from rupees 2.8 lakhs to rupees 4.95 lakhs per kilogram the reason behind this high cost is also attributed to the saffron's exceptional quality known for its deep maroon purple hue this unique color comes from a higher concentration of crocin a pigment responsible for saffron's vibrant color and health benefits according to research published in the international journal of farming and allied sciences kashmiri saffron boasts an impressive 8.72% crocin content surpassing the iranian variant 6.82% and the rising demand of kashmiri kesar has led to significant growth in production too last year alone the yield managed to reach 16.34 metric tons the highest in 27 years in a nutshell the indian saffron market is booming for the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello i'm manaswini and this is the deep dive for 28 july 2023 Cricket, the second most popular sport in the world, is now determined to chase the great American dream. We've already got a league in place. It's called Major League Cricket, and it follows the quick action-packed T20 format of the IPL. Major League Cricket, or let's call it MLC, began playing on July 13 this year. And by the time you hear this podcast, the Seattle Orcas will be battling Texas Super Kings at the Grand Prairie Stadium in Texas. in a bid to make it to the semifinals and the final match of the league will unfold on the last day of this month but anyway in its inaugural year mlc has six teams competing with each other alongside texas super kings and seattle orcas the los angeles knight riders 
Washington Freedoms, MI New York and San Francisco Unicorns are in the game. And obviously, you can tell the inspiration behind the names of at least three of these teams. It goes without saying that none of it is coincidental. For instance, MI New York is owned by Ambani's Reliance Industries, which also owns the OGMI, that is the Mumbai Indians. The founders of MLC are quite confident that cricket will strike gold in America. You see, in early 2000s, co-founders of MLC, Samir Mehta and Vijay Srinivasan had launched Willow TV, the go-to app for South Asian expats in America to stream cricket. That app Mehta and Srinivasan sold to the Times Group in 2016. And as per Guardian, with the money and connection from that sale, they have created MLC. Now, according to the Wall Street Journal, the investors, who by the way believe that cricket can be sold to Americans, have so far provided $120 million in two rounds of fundraising. The investors in MLC, among others, also include Microsoft's Indian-American CEO Satya Nadella. Some big-time players such as former Aussie captain Aaron Finch are also brought in. By the way, Finch is batting for San Francisco Unicorns to play alongside the local talent, which includes some prominent Indian names who are now playing their trade in the US. Remember Unmuk Chand, the former Under-19 World Cup winning captain once hailed as the next Virat Kohli? Well, now he is lining up for the LA Knight Riders. Or Saurabh Netravalkar, a left-armer from Mumbai who now represents the US in international cricket. On paper, it seems everything is quite in place. VC money is in the bank and even audiences, who are mostly South Asians, are flocking to the stadiums to watch cricket. But, this is a big but. Can you really sell cricket to America? If we believe Guardian's Aaron Timms, talking to Americans about cricket is usually about as easy as explaining climate change to a ferret. And of course, history bears witness to that. Just in the last 20 years, many doomed attempts were made to export cricket to American land. Pro cricket was played just a single season in 2004 before entirely winding up. The OG Major League Cricket, which was launched back in 2005, saw no takers. Even the god of cricket, Sachin Tendulkar, alongside Shane Vaughan, hosted a series of exhibition matches across America in 2015. And except South Asians, nobody showed up. But this time, maybe, just maybe, the growing economic and cultural clout of South Asians might pull off cricket. After all, at $14,000, Indian Americans have the highest per capita household wealth of any ethnic group in the US, thanks to Silicon Valley's hyper-dependence on Indian tech nerds. This 2.724 million strong and relatively wealthy group alongside 1 million other South Asians of Pakistani, Bangladeshi and other descents, might enthusiastically cheer for a cricket league closer to their home. Add traditional Caribbean migrants to New York and Florida and you've got somewhat of an addressable market. But co-founder of MLC, Samir Mehta, told Guardian that the league is not a play to Indian viewership, but a direct gamble on cricket's potential appeal to America. Well, on that note, I can't help but recall when we talked about baseball's ambitions in India and wondering if India really needed another bat and ball game. Maybe we can ask this question once again. Does America really want another bat and ball game? And before we sign off for the week, here is our third segment, One Last Thing, 
where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. So, Subway is offering people free subs for life. And as someone who's totally obsessed with Subway, this is almost like a dream come true for me. But of course, there's a catch here. To win free sandwiches for life, participants must join a contest from August 1st to 4th where they'll have to legally change their first name to Subway. Sounds wild, isn't it? But believe it or not, this could actually happen. Plus, this wouldn't be the first time something like this has gone down. About a year ago, Subway offered free sandwiches for life to anyone getting a foot-long tattoo on their torso. And guess what? A man actually took the challenge and now enjoys free subs for life. But anyway, this campaign is just the latest move in Subway's efforts to bring significant changes to the food chain, which began in 2021. But anyway, would you actually change your first name for a lifetime of free sandwiches? If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written and researched by Anup and Sneha, edited by Venkatanand, produced by me, Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.